Hello everybody and welcome back to the show. I hope you're all doing well. It's episode 10 and we didn't think we'd be here. But before I go any further, let me introduce to you the man, the myth, the gravy. It's Beard. Beard, how are you doing, buddy? Not too bad, Jay. Yourself? I'm doing all right, but it's been well, it's been a long month. It doesn't feel like it's been just a month that we've sat down and recorded. How have you been spending it, but Not spoken for a bit? We haven't. Um, I've not been doing a right lot. I got a uh, I got a Grebo corn team through that I ordered. I'd splash the cash since I'm not going out and spending it on other things. What cares you're on about, is it? <laughs> well, hookers and blow, innit? There you go. That's what you spend your lottery winnings on, isn't it? So. Exactly, but no, I got I got a Grebo Corn team which I'm in the middle of uh, undercoating, and they are stunning models. I'd originally had my eye on the Bretonians team, but with the uh, human ability in the new box set, I'm still owning an iron over that Bretonian team. So I thought I'd treat myself to the Corn team. Why not? Other than that, not alright. What's going on? Have you played any games online? I've played a few games online, not done very well. I've uh, I've been hit by the curse of turn three and you only have five players left. It's one of the problems with playing halflings all the time. So what's your record at the moment for this new uh, league or is it uh, the end of a current league? Uh, it's the end. I think it's the back one. End, one is the back end of a league. And I think I've uh, won one, lost three, which isn't terrible. And the other league I'm in, I'm just trying to think off the top of my head, I think TRBBL, I am zero wins, two draws and three losses. So I haven't picked up a win but I've not lost every game. The guy who's bottom has lost all five with Nurgle. So, but I've got chaos in my next game and the other guys want four wins, no draws and one loss. So, and I'd look at his team earlier and this is going to be a spanking. Well, everything's a spanking with the uh, halflings in mind, doesn't it? So... It is, but I do have a strength seven tree and the other tree has block. So the trees are fine. It's the halflings that are the problem. It's always the same though, but it's always the same. I'm trying to, I'm trying to look up uh, my standings at the moment, but I'm absolutely shockingly bad, if I'm honest. That bad, is it? Oh, dude. For me, I have joined the Foundry League for NBP Pro and out of 40, I am 37. So four weeks in. This is uh, this is my record. One win, three losses. So you've only got to let three people beat you, and the spoon's yours. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, I've been playing the under underworlds team. I haven't prepared at all to play them. I have been shockingly bad. I've had three games. I think the three that I've lost, I think they've been like two nil. I think one of them was a three nil loss because turn three, I literally had six players by the start of the second half i would have five and it would always be the same way i get blitzed every first half and then they can't do anything but pow for 15 turns i played a norse team the other day and the the yeti spanked me for the majority of it it was, I was devastating but you're letting him play his yeti wrong oh dude he, he passed everything on it you're letting him play the yeti wrong you're letting him actually play with the yeti oh dude i couldn't i wasn't i was letting him do anything at one point i thought oh do you know what i am going to attempt a you know just a throw teammate just because i had nothing left in my arsenal i was i was so lucky it was like the last two turns because the troll picked up the guy ate him it wasn't even like you know any thought about it. He just ate him straight away. The guy died, so I was just like, oh, I was like, what the fuck am I supposed to do now? But um, no, I'm determined. I'm going to finish the season with them. I'm not going to be a bitch and uh, what's out with them. I'm going to try and work out how to play them. I might get there in about three seasons, but yeah, I just don't think I'm cut out for an agility team. I think uh, perhaps halflings on a tabletop is all I can manage. 
And that's, I wouldn't even say that's mediocre. I play them terribly. Perhaps Black Oaks in the new season on the tabletop is going to be a blessing. Because they seem to be able to play hitty teams a bit better. But yeah, it's all all well, well and uh, good. So I just I just came battered. But you can't, you can't win them all. You can definitely lose them all. I tell you what, no. But we're not here to talk just my bad game style and how piss poorly I can play the game. We've got a full show lined up. So this month now we're going to look at Nurgle and they've had a little bit of a battering this season, haven't they? They've gone from a solid tier two. I think they've dropped down to like probably the bottom of tier two now. We will go over that in the segment. Also, we've got an interview with Glowworm from Squad Chaos. If I use his real name, he will hunt me down and kill me. As he told me before that he likes to be called Glow. And he is one of the hosts of Squad Chaos podcast. He's also one of the guys running Threadball. So we have a nice little chat about uh, everything that's going on. And he has got a, was it, Gaimia model coming out as well for yep. people to pick up for charity. We talk all that. If he is listening, Glow, thank you for uh, coming on the podcast. We will go over your interview in a bit. But, Bied, before we get on with the rest of the show, do you want to tell us what's happening in the world of Kickstarter this month? Yeah, so there's a, there's a couple of projects that I've picked up on that I think are uh, interesting for a few people. So I'm just going to go to my list of them now. So the first one that I've picked up on was one from WA Games Company, or War Games Company, over in Spain. This is a Kickstarter that is going to be going live as this episode drops and we've been given one of the previews to this so we can let you know a bit about it ahead of time. So rather than me saying this is just about to finish or it's already finished, this one will just be starting. So they're bringing out three teams that they're calling their Treehouse Village, their Pandemic Army and Padarius Ancestors, which looking at them, you can safely assume that one is a Nurgle team, you can assume that one is a Slan team, and you can assume that the last one is a Halfling team. These are a little bit cheaper than some of the Kickstarters that we usually mention where they're full teams of like 80 quid and so on. These work out at 56 euros per team, or 106 euros for two teams, or 153 for all three. So you do get a bit of discount for, for buying all three. And just running through them, the Nurgle team comes with one Pandemic Beast, four Warriors, four Beastmen, and seven Rotters, plus stretch goals. And they've got a mock-up of that painted in some rather nice putrid colours on there. The Padarius Ancestors, so the, the Slan team, they are looking at one Croxigore, so one big guy, four catchers, four blitzers, and seven linemen. And again, stretch goals if we get to that point. And then the halfling team, so the treehouse village team, comes with two treemen, two hefties, two catchers, and ten halflings. Now, looking at all of these teams, you've got all the teams have some really nice character to them. They do look very, very comedic, very very cartoon-like, so they look like they'd fit in with a lot of teams. The the quality for what you pay at 50 quid, I think, is really, really nice, and these do look like they could paint up really nice. What do you think to those, Jay? I do like the models. I think the tree men have captured me the most, though, because they're the ones that seem to have got all the character, especially the one that's got the tree house on his back. You know, I think he's, what's he called, like a dreadlock beard. Like, don't get me wrong, some of them are looking a little bit, I don't mean to sound nasty, but they do look a little bit... They could do with a bit more detail on them. But like you said, is this is probably like a first batch. 
So I don't wanna I don't wanna sound like I'm being a prick. I gotta ask though Beard, these ones, are they coming in metal or are they coming in resin or a mixture of both? So looking at the at the notes, it shows that they're gonna show the resin models casted soon. So I, I'm assuming these are gonna be in resin. So it is, it's in their more grey resin. So the next Kickstarter that I have for you uh, is one that I've seen crop up on Facebook a couple of times. And this is Matt Lace's 32mm resin metalhead team for fantasy football brought by Black Swine. Now, this is a mix of human teams all in the theme of rock bands, which is something a little bit different. There's a few different teams that you can get. So you're looking at for the early bird pledge. So this is 40 euros or more, so about 36 quid. You can get four human blitzers, four blockers, six linemen. So you can get a 14-man team for 40 euros. Uh, You can get what they're calling their Norse-themed team, which is what they call Snowbound. So one Yeti, two offs, two blitzers, two catchers, two throws, six linemen is about 45 quid, plus coach and stretch goals. Then at 50 euros or 45 pounds is Noble Savage, which is one ogre, two blitzers, four blockers, two throwers, six linemen. And they have a few more different ones after that. There's, I think there's about seven, eight, maybe nine. I think the highest one they do is what they call track six, I Want It All, which is about 106 pounds. And it works. you get ogre, treeman, yeti, two wolves, four blitzers, four catchers, two throwers, six linemen, two blockers, two dwarf blockers, one dwarf blitzer, one dwarf runner, one troll slayer, and three halflings. So that full team looks like it's very much an old world alliance and Norse within the same team. Do you, what do you think to those? Right. Well, personally, yeah, I like these models. And what do you say? They're going to be a metal, is it? Uh, Looking at these, I'm just going through these now because uh, I'm halfway down the pictures at the minute. So these are going to be cast in, printed in resin again. Right, because the pictures make it look like they're in metal, to be honest. Yeah, I think I think that's just 3D rendering. Right, well, the only thing I'm going to say is I do like the version of the Old World Alliance, sorry, which is like the Brotherhood. So you've got the, got the Ogres and then you've got the Tree Men. The Ogres, they look like they are straight off the Iron Maiden cover. Yeah, just just pick any type of Iron Maiden cover. They look like they're off it, so it's really yep. good. And I do like the novelty of it's a rock band style team. So yeah. if you do rock up to a tournament where everyone is playing Norse, you are going to be that much different because not everyone's going to have a rock band Norse team or rock band Old World Alliance. And the only thing I'm going to say is the tree man on this one. He's got a nice big chunky body on him. He, he looks he looks a bruiser, but he looks like he got a marshmallow head. Yeah, his, his head's looking a little bit out of scale, I think. That's yeah. one of the first things I noticed. But the team, like you said, as a theme team, it's one of those, It's they've picked a theme and gone all in with this. So oh, yeah. I, for me, if this is one of those ones that I was going to back out, genuinely would want them all i couldn't sit and pick oh well i only want norse or i only want the humans because they all really really fit the team like you say the the iron maiden thing that's something i picked and i just thought you know what that's that's i used to be a massive fan of iron maiden growing up and for me you know that's one of those teams where it's like you turn up and you have a totally unique team to everyone else you know so Mm. that's that's certainly one for the collectors as well if turning up with a totally unique team is your thing and one where like we say the old world alliance the the idea of you getting everything in one box so you can sit and play different teams based around the same theme so i know other companies have done say the pirate theme but then spread that across two or three different teams this has that same idea of it's all the same theme so it works really really well i think talking about pirate theme it's february now isn't it so this means everybody that's backed Panga over the last year then the uh, vampire pirates the kemri team and they'd uh 
necromantic team. If you are within the first 100 people that place your ticket, you should be seeing well, you should be seeing a, a box appear on your door from Panga. Like everyone else will have to wait till next month in a beard. It is. I'm sadly sadly a little bit further down from number one hundred, so I I will be waiting a little while longer for mine. I I didn't quite make the first hundred boat, sadly. I don't, I don't mean to rub it in, but I did. I had a feeling you might have done. I'm going to be honest. Post around by me is so shit at the moment. I literally was it two weeks ago. I had a letter that was dated. First of January. Oh, good effort. And only now at the end of the month I'm getting it. So even if they send out a punga pack for me today, I probably won't get it until mid-March. It's it's shit. So I'm overly excited. I'm probably gonna have to wait longer than people wait in from March onwards. It is what it is. That's because you live in Ars and nowhere where like postmen don't even know your house exists where you live. Oh no, it's this is the post service that only runs three days a week, and that's mostly just mornings. Well, but I guess I've made a complaint about my post service plenty of times in the past, and I know there's a lot of people at the moment complaining because the postman that we're doing that he's supposed to be having like parcels mm. and they, they're supposed to attempt to deliver it they've been coming around at seven o'clock in the morning and just posting the oh you weren't here yeah so then you'd have to go to the post service then to go pick it up so they don't have to carry it around or anything like that it is shocking the service we're getting at the moment but uh oh i'm, I'm going off topic now and i we're not the uh bitch about the poor service podcast we did uh tier three and we're talking all things blood bowl poor service isn't blood bowl so fuck them <laughs> Absolutely. I found something a little bit left field as my uh, final Kickstarter this time. What a shot. <laughs> well, there's not masses of teams on there at the moment. So I thought last year I bought the coach's handbook before we knew about the new edition. And you get loads of tokens. I know people use all little loom bands to denote different skills. And you know not everybody has cases for dice and what have you. So I was having a look through it and I spotted uh, 100 tins, hand-painted, resin-coated tins. Now, this only has three days to go, so it will be closed by the time it goes live, sadly. And this has way 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 exceeded its goal and this is a woman called heather jones in, in north america and what she's doing is she's getting some small tins they're not massive they'll fit looking at it they'd fit an entire set of rpg dice with plenty of room to spare with foam top and bottom so i was thinking for your blood bowl dice it's a nice little tin for your dice for your tokens for your loom bands so that you they're kept all nice and together nice and neat in one place not thrown in in and around your models knocking against your models possibly chipping paint away things like that so and these are dirt cheap 15 dollars 11 quid shipping anywhere in the world and i just thought and she offers to do them in three colors or a rainbow so you can when she sends out the survey if you have a team themed colors if you have themed dice or you know that most of your teams are painted in one particular set of colors so if you're Welsh and you go red, white, and green, for instance, then mm. you can have your tin painted in the colour theme of your choice, which I think for 11 quid, it's not a Kickstarter that's going to break the bank. It's just something nice. Again, something different. You can literally fit your dice and all your tokens and your loom band, your skill bands in your pocket nice and easy. I just thought it was, it was quite a neat little, uh, neat little idea. Yeah. Only thing is, though, I'd be more tempted if she would uh, put a decal on it or two. So it's, you could give this as a as a wooden spoon prize with that's got like a big massive knob drawn on the side of it. You could, but it was like I say, it was just a, a just something totally different. And it was like, yeah, yeah, we're looking at teams. We've looked at dice. Where are you going to put all these dice? Where are you going to put all your skill bands and so on? So I thought that was something uh, a little bit different. Well, if you're anything like me, I've got a backpack just for my Blood Bowl stuff. And I know I can fit my case in it. I can fit my boards. I've got a 
pocket that's just full of dice. I've got a pocket just full of loon bands. It's all nice and tidy. It's just until I need them. And then it just goes flying everywhere. But, Beard, I want to say thank you for what you have brought to Kickstarter Corner. But we've got something else to talk about now, haven't we? we got we there's have. a project coming up. And we spoke about it last year. And think it wasn't very successful. But the creators have stepped back, asked for community feedback, and adapted. And they come back now with a second attempt and i will say i've seen the mock-ups of these models and they do look fantastic i am really tempted to back this project because uh i still got a bit of shillings put aside put to one side yeah that's all i'm going to say so beard why don't you take it away have we got a link to this one? Oh, son of a bitch <laughs> you took away the flow you forget about them then or something yeah they totally went out of my head right then beard while you were uh, looking for that link i'm gonna speak over you then so tankai miniatures I'm really sorry if you listen to this, guys. We just look very unprofessional. But we have spoken to them, and they've given us a little bit of uh, information. The information goes as, the campaign basically gives the option of getting two teams at a very affordable price. Then the teams are Chaos Dwarves and Goblins. All the miniatures are cast in white metal by a company called, I'm going to butcher this now, Benito Miniatures. That's how I just said it. And they're the ones who have created Farnath and Hungry Troll Miniatures. So they have got... A bit of good pedigree to him. There is a pledge for you know being there in the first forty-eight hours. You you can get two teams all in at a reduced cost if you're there within the first forty-eight hours of the Kickstarter kicking off. Which by the time this goes out, you probably would have missed it if you were waiting on the information from us. But they've got a forty-euro pledge for only dwarves, so that would include six chaos dwarf blockers and two centaurs, and it gives you access to stretch goals. And I know one of the stretch goals. Is going to be alternative centaur legs, which I think is going to be very good, and that's going to make it very different if you play leagues and you see a few different Chaos Dwarf teams. So, if you've got goblins in the house and you just want a different blend of Chaos Dwarves, that could be interesting for you guys. The 70 euros for the Hashnet Dragons, they're being called, and that is the full team of a chaos dwarf so that's six uh, chaos dwarf uh, blockers two centaurs one minotaur and seven goblins and that gives you access to stretch goals for the goblin team which is uh i believe it's called the scythe scythe blins is 60 euros that's 14 miniatures made up of two trolls seven goblins five goblin jesters and you get access to stretch goals with that oh here you go the early bird special is 80 euros and you're in with the two teams then so i think it works out 40 quid a team which i think is pretty good i think considering these are full teams that is a hell of a bargain going forward what do you think about that beard i agree i think eight euros works out about 70 quid 71 quid for two full teams and for teams aren't always just straight out in plastic so your, your goblins and your chaos dwarfs i think is an absolute steal i really like the fact that had some feedback and rather than just making a couple of tweaks they went away and said you know what we'll take it offline altogether and we'll start again i really like the fact they've taken that on board because it shows that you know they want to get on board with the community with the people that buy from them exactly and yeah i think that's a great idea what they've done shows a maturity in that company that you 
you don't expect when they first come onto a scene. Yeah. Among the stretch goals, you can find a dwarf with claw mutations. Perfect look to paint as if he was a new metal skin mutation. A dwarf with blunderbuss, which could be used as a star player. All the secret weapons for the goblins. So that would be bombardier, loonies, fanatics, and doom divers. A clamp arm mutation for the big guys. Tokens, coins, and, like I said earlier, alternative legs, which are dragon legs. So instead of having bull centaurs, you could have dragon ogre variants which I think that in itself caught my eye you know so you could, instead of having bull centaurs you could have like dragon orcas as bull centaurs which I think is a very smart move yep. so guys if I was you I'd keep an eye out for our boys over in Dankai well as this goes out it would be live and I think they deserve people to have a look I'm not saying give them your money but you should see the work that they are putting out to you know see this project take off so I want to say thank you to Dankai and to say thank you for giving us the extra information nice and early so we could share with you side note because i forgot to say it earlier as well we were running well we were running in a competition on a blood bowl community page this week against uh, squad chaos and a few other people and tier three won. we did we are fucking legends that's why so what we've decided is because we've won we're going to put a deck all set together with um, a few people from other podcasts where it's, so far it's us we got Dan from uh, Teesprings checking in one we've got Squad Chaos we've also got two Drunk Fling stickers and the set will be going out live and we will be posting on our Facebook page we will also put a link next month when it's out and that's going to raise money for Mines Charity if you were looking to cover your you know hobby box or your travelling box for when you want to go to see games it's going to a really good charity as well so I think that covers all the shilling but they don't know about it does indeed it's nothing else so when we come back now it's going to be the interview with Glow hi everyone it's uh, Jay I'm sorry to interrupt our usual show, but I thought I'm going to jump in and clear the air. During the audio process, we found there was a problem with the interview with Glow. And I know it's not the best quality, and I know we can put out better audio, but... I didn't feel right putting off the information that he was putting out about Gaimia and the Threadball information. So please be with us through that because we wanted to put that out because of how much we respect Squad Chaos and what they are doing for the community. And we will get them back on at future dates to talk more about this. And as I promised to you guys, we are going to start clearing up the audio We've had to scrap the Nurgle chat that we had planned for this episode. So that will be coming in March's episode. Again, I'm sorry to put a bad quality podcast out. But I thought, out of respect for Glow and the boys over at Squad Chaos, that putting this out would be better than scrapping the whole month. I'm really sorry and... Hopefully we are back to top quality next month. So we will see you then, guys. Hello, everybody. And uh, we're now weird into the next segment, which is I am accompanied by the lovely founder of uh, Squad Chaos, the Stunty Cup legend himself. It's Glowworm. Glowworm, welcome to the show. Good evening to you all. 
or good morning, depending on when you're listening to this. Covering all your bases with you, but I want to say thank you for coming on the show, but you're our second guest, and by the sounds of it, you've got a lot that you want to uh, tell people, so let's, let's first off, let's introduce you to new and returning players, so do you want to give us a little bit about yourself and the squad chaos? Yeah, I've been around playing tournaments since 97, so next year will be 25 years in tournaments for me, I think. i played in a lot of tournaments, in fact, about 122 tournaments, 616 games, according to my NAF record, across all variants of Blood Bowl, that is. Well seasoned. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, I've been around. So, how long has um, Squad Chaos, as, as an entity itself, been around now then? Right, the original the original was Team Chaos, which went to the uh, 2011 World Cup in Amsterdam. Six of us went, part of Team Chaos, um, and did remarkably well. We didn't come last. But yeah, that's how Team Chaos was formed for the 2011 World Cup in uh, Amsterdam, as I say. We then went to Luca in 2015 uh, to the World Cup there. Right. Had an absolutely fantastic time. One of our guys actually came 912 out of 912 coach. So uh, that were our claim to fame at Luca. But the one thing we did find was that there were lots of people saying, oh, you know, if you want out to the World Cup, which I can squad out to the World Cup. So um, in 2019, we actually took two teams two squads out the Bournemouth and that's when we became Squad Chaos rather than Team oh, Chaos. Were. So we had Squad Chaos Nurgle which was captained by myself and Squad Chaos Horn which was captained by Nat. Corn was the competitive edge of Squad Chaos shows. You were in it for the beer and fun then, was it? Oh God, yeah. Yeah, there's no point in going halfway around the world and not getting drunk with different countries. It's what unites us. Exactly. No, it's, it's good to see you've got your priorities right when uh, you go to a tournament. You're, it's beer and a laugh. And I think a lot of our listeners would appreciate that. So, you are on episode, I believe when this comes out, you're on episode four of the Ch- uh, Squad Chaos podcast as well. So, that's a nice little venture that you've all started as well. Yeah, yeah, that's more down to uh, Thor than me. I, didn't, I don't really have much to do with the podcast. I, I have a section on there called Aston. Blowfather, where people ask me questions, and it doesn't have to be a blood bowl related question, it could be about anything, and I'll try and give them an answer. In fact, most of the questions are not really blood bowl related or not really, you know, I, I don't get things like I'm attending this tournament and I've got 1,150, excuse me, uh, what's the best list? But I get things like, Are you really a glowworm and why does your book glow? How does that work? That's more the sort of questions that we get on there. But yeah, people want to drop by and ask questions, and by all means, the more the merrier. Awesome. The more the merrier. Awesome. The podcast is a is a quite an interesting one. I, I enjoy it. I enjoy all the podcasts. I listen to you guys. I listen to Get the Ref, which is a Canadian one, a three-dive block I've been listening to for years. In fact, I hosted one of their guys when he came over in 2014 to the NAFC, uh, Chance. So, yeah, top guys, all top guys. I don't think podcasts get enough recognition for the amount of actual work they do out in the community. Just sitting and listening to a podcast sometimes can change your, change your mood, can't it, you know? Yeah, it's especially when you, f- you feel you're on the same wavelength with them, because it, yeah. it's, it's easy. Easy, easy to listen to a podcast, but if it's if you're not into statistics or you know the serious side of it or how how best to play a team A or whatever, you're gonna find that very boring. But if you can find a podcast where they just if you were got an attitude where you'd rather have a laugh and they've got the same attitude and they talk about it, you feel like you're in the conversation with them. Then don't know. So yeah, yeah, you know, you don't feel as alone. That's important, especially nowadays that we don't feel alone. Exactly. Yeah, which is what we do with the squad chaos. See what I did there? No, you did. That was very good. That was smooth. Yeah, I thought so. I thought. Look, um, not only are you a stunty legend, you're a transition legend as well. Oh, my transitions are my thing, baby. Uh, oh. <laughs> 
So, yeah, so we formed the Squad Chaos in um, the Squad Chaos Initiative, as it's, as it's come to be known, in I think it was March of 2020 uh, when we launched it on Facebook. And the whole concept of that is that anybody that not just blood bowlers, my wife's actually a member of it, she's the least blood bowly person I know, but anybody who's got a common interest or a common friend or whatever can join the Squad Chaos Initiative and they can go on there and they can come by and they can say, hey guys, you know, I'm having a bit, a bit of a rough time of it at the minute, or hey guys, what do you think the best tree man model is? or anything they want. It doesn't have to be about Blood Bowl. We just want people to know that there are people out there who are willing to listen to them and, 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 and engage. Nobody should get left behind. Nobody should get left no. We've got We've grown now. We've got over 100 members now. Come and hang out. Come and hang out with us. And if you need anything, give us a shout. You want to reach out to people to make sure that in these COVID times that they're not on their tod and they don't feel like they're being isolated, which I think that's a really good thing to do because yep. it's not just for the Blood Bowl community. That's for everybody. Yep. So commendable work that is that's really good i wish there was a lot more like that because i can understand there's going to be people now because of circumstances will be on their own because they don't live with family or they haven't got any family around them because they've had a move other side of the country and you are lending a year from so i think that's really commendable work and i hope people that are listening to this will find you guys on facebook or discord or twitter and really support you because I think that's really good work. The best thing is, if it's not me, there will be somebody else that will answer me. If it's not me, it'll be Andy. If it's not Andy, it'll be uh, Dan. If it's not Dan, it'll be Mike. It'll be... There's always somebody there that's going to answer. Yeah, that's really good. That's really good. I like that. That's, you know, that's top marks in my book, that is. Sink low, I'm going to call you now, because uh, you're doing cracking work. I'm going, to, I'm going to move you away from your uh, volunteer work now, because you've got some big announcements you want to give us now, don't you? Yeah, there's a couple of things. Uh, that we've got going on. Do you want to... Well, I'll let you, I'll let you lead now. So you've got two announcements. So we'll go over the first announcement now, which I think is the Glyn, Glyndeer Miniatures. Glyndeer. Oh, yeah, there you go. Sorry. I tried to put a Welsh spin on it then, didn't I? Well, he was a proud Welshman. He was a proud Welshman. I've got a written passage that I'm going to read. The reason for that is if I try and add this, I'll just break down. Okay, so bear with me on this one, guys. So in July last year, I received a message that my friend and fellow goblin coach, Glyndeer, or Carl, as he was known, had passed away. I was devastated. Even more so when I learned that, unfortunately, he'd taken his own life. A mutual friend had chatted to him the day before and everything seemed fine. There was literally no warning. I was in every way larger than life. Fantastic guy with a wicked sense of humour. Proud Welshman and someone who always made you smile when he turned up at a tournament. We at the initiative decided to raise money for Mind and Mental Health Charity. So in conjunction with Black Wolf Studios, we've designed and produced a Dime Mini. It's limited edition in resin, we're also doing metal copies. It comes with a star player card with the Goblin Hooligan stats, uh, which Carl would have loved being a Goblin coach in his heart. He's even holding a scarf with Wales printed on it over his head. That's Wales spelt with a Z, which is how he would have pronounced it. The model is £6. Uh, details in the order form can be found on our Facebook page or through our Discord, or email me directly. And this is all one word, askthespecialguest at gmail.com. Please put Guy here in the subject line and I'll know what it's about. I'm sorry it's a written statement, but if I start going off on a tangent with it, I'll just get too emotional and we'll never get anywhere. Cal was a very, very good friend of mine, a fantastic friend, a fantastic guy, and an absolutely fantastic woodball coach. And recently a video surfaced of him at the uh, Welsh Open, I think about two or three years, where he scored a touchdown with a thrown goblin and his opponent scored a one-turner with his wood. And then he scored a touchdown with a goblin and then his opponent's. And I think the game actually ended up somewhat ridiculous. 
ridiculous, like 11 7. It's gone down in history as one of the highest scoring, if not the highest scoring game in that. If you get a chance to see it, see it, and you'll understand why Carl was so, so well loved by us all. I'm late to the scene and I viewed a lot of people telling stories of Carl, and they everyone speaks of Carl with a lot of love. And yep. that's the one thing they said is he was a fantastic coach because you walked away feeling like you've played one of your top games of Blood Bowl even if you won lost or didn't do anything through the game there was such a fun experience that you you didn't feel like you missed out yeah. and they said they said he was very active in the community. He was a vet, like you know, if he met you once, friend for life type thing. Yeah. So it is. Like I said, I I feel bad that I missed missed meeting the man. I feel bad that this with the circumstances that he gone the way he did with all his circumstances. But you guys are doing very good work by releasing a model to commemorate him and what he has done for the NAF community. You. Like you said, it's he was a he was a goblin coach through and through. Yep. Well, he probably had as much fun behind his team as as much as you know the team was having on the pitch. So you know to commemorate him as an hooligan and a cheering one as that that's a good thing. And the fact that everything is going to mines as well that's a really good thing. That's a good charity to go behind. And uh, like I said, it's you're doing God's work at the end of the day, guys. You're uh, you you're coming together for the community and you're doing well and like I said Mines is cracking they do a lot of good work yep. and I know I know it's t things are tough and especially now with people being isolated that they might be called upon a lot more but initiatives like this will help them loads and because it's a very good cause and like you said get in contact with Glowworm because he will point you in the right direction and like you said you could probably do a few things through the year now wouldn't you, to, to work for Mines yep, yep. so this is the start of something Great in 2021 for supporting that charity, and I've seen the model. I've I've uh, I've seen the model, and I go, it's absolutely fantastic. It's a it's a well sculpted model, but no, like you said, it's I, I think you speak for the community as a whole when you said you'd rather have Carl here than you know a, a model to commemorate him. It's the only thing we can do, and it's probably one of the, be the best things we can do. And I just want to reiterate to people: you're not on your own. You're not out there on your own, guys. There's always somebody will to talk to you. If it's not us, speak to your family. If you can't speak to your family, speak to a school friend. If it's not a school friend, speak to a, speak to a, a professional. But speak to somebody. These are extenuating times, I would say now. So it's not a case of putting up and shutting up you need to talk now so yeah I'm lucky I've got lots of good friends in the community and I speak to lots of them on a daily basis I've also got a wonderful wonderful wife to be fair I always say to people everybody needs a jewelry I'm going to say now then Glow thank you for the the model release and everything you're doing with Minds perhaps the community can come together and we can do a couple of things through the year now and help support Minds so I'll probably get in contact with you after the show as well see if it's anything we can do on our side as well but you've also come bearing threadball news of no my friend oh yes so i've been involved on the periphery as to be said or threadball for quite some years and um, from when frank giraffe was running it right through to more recent times when thor took it over a couple of years ago i've i've either attended or i've attended as a player ref or i've attended as a ref and helped with the running 
Now, this year, for a variety of reasons, uh, Thrud's changed slightly. So I just want to chat about that. The plan is that Thrud will be running this year. Obviously, this is all COVID permitted, uh, but Thrud, Thrud will be running this year, mid-August. We're looking at the 13th, 14th and 15th of August. So that's the date for your diary, folks. That's the initial thing. More generally, Thor, who's... It, Thrud still Thor's baby. Thrud still Thor's baby. But as a, as a squad chaos captain, he's come to the other captains. Squad chaos will be running Thrud ball from this year and going forward. So it's going to become a squad chaos event uh, rather than a BG BRGN event. Sorry, Bob Regis Gaming Network. Uh, it's going to become a it's going to become a squad chaos event. One of the reasons for that is that we are actually moving the event. We've had a couple of problems in the past with the venue, which was a fantastic venue, but we've there's been cases of double bookings and they can't give us the weekends that we want and there are various other issues with the venue Did anybody that organizes a tournament knows that once you start to get, get a really big tournament going event venues can become quite an issue you know it's easy renting a renting a village hall or a scout on a saturday and having 20 odd guys turn over. When you've got 60 or 70 you want to stop on and play for two days solid or three days solid that be then becomes more of an issue so i've taken over financial oversight for the event so i'll be running all the finances for the event nasgob or michael's another squad chaos captain has taken over as our web administrator so he's building a new website at the moment which is going to go live in the very near future i think it's just gonna be i've got it written down here somewhere www.threadball.com that's threadball not through bowl b-a-l-l i'll put that in our show notes as well so people yeah that'll be it. fantastic so he's, he's going to run out he's, he's actually building the squad chaos website as well so he's going to be our web administrator for the new website which we'll launch in the very near future and that is where you need to go for all your thread news and it's where we'll ask you to go to register there'll be forms on there there'll be stuff to, giving you all the information you need Bidrum, who i believe is a good friend of yours jay yes, is yeah. uh, looking after the donation side of it which is a big part of it because we run an auction so if you do want to donate something or sponsor a Contact him directly on our Discord channel, is what I've been told. Uh, what we're aiming for is to make... Uh, Thrud's already one of the biggest, best uh, attended and well-known events in the UK. And what we're trying to do is we're going to try and make it Blood Bowl's premier experience in the UK. That's a massive call. You've got some absolutely fantastic uh, water bowl. Uh, two drum things are doing some interesting things now. You know, there are some fantastic events out there. So we're, we are competing at the top level on, on giving you the best entertainment, best Blood Bowl entertainment that you can. What we've done is we have moved to a new venue, uh, which is in Swindon in Wiltshire, rather ironically, uh, just down the road from me. It's a bigger venue, uh, which is obviously going to be great uh, going forward, but also gives us the capacity that we need now with the um, social distancing rules in place. Yeah. So is it is it Swindon East, West, North? I'm just, I'm just wondering. It's pretty, Swindon's pretty much just a blob. There's not really any directions. It's the... Uh, Supermarine Rugby Club in Swindon, if anybody wants to actually Google that. I know you've said to me that there's camping areas. Yep, yep. Right. There will still, of course, still be the facility to camp on site for the duration of the event. So, for those of you that's never been to Thrun, what it, historically what we've always done is we've said to people, if you want to come down on the Friday night, that's fantastic. So, guys, I've turned up on the Friday night. We've had a little bit of a get-together on the Friday night. Tall tales have been told. Many, many drinks have been drunk. Then we play on the Saturday. It all kicks off on the Saturday morning. Sunday, again, uh, provisionally, and these are provisional costings, but I'm, uh, we're 90% on the costings. These are, if these do change, they're not going to be viable very much. So full full ticket for this event uh, is £50. Now, that gets you uh, six games of Blood Bowl, 
three meals on the Saturday, uh, which is breakfast, lunch, and a barbecue in the evening, and breakfast and lunch on the Sunday. So you get your five meals, six games of bump bowl, and the ability to camp on site if you wish. Non-players are more than welcome to come. We will charge you twenty pounds. That's to cover the cost of your food, of course. Yeah, you're not playing the game, so you don't have to pay for that. But we did, we'd expect you to pay twenty pounds for the food. We do a twenty twenty one merchandise bundle, uh, which is thirty five pounds. The contents of this are yet to be formalised. Um, Thor's dealing with that, uh, but he's, I think he's kind of aiming for something along the Chaos Cup type of uh, thing. So. Yeah, that's going to be quite cool. Everybody who attends uh, will get a free mask and a small bottle of hand sanitizer. If you want additional masks, they'll be three pounds each, and they're probably going to be thread uh, logo masks. That's good. Keep it on point. Yeah. So, are you going to label the hand sanitizer as well? You know, threads bowl sweat or something like that. Probably not. Oh, Although that is an idea. That is an idea. Really? Oh, what did I, I was just going to say something. You just saw me complaining. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, that's right. We, we do have our own session bitter, though, which is Thudweiser. So we're going to have a couple of pumps for that running. There's a fully licensed bar, which will be available from the fi Friday evening, uh, from which you'll be able to sample our very own session bitter, Thudweiser. And that bar will be available all weekend, obviously, subject to local licensing agreements. I think it's till midnight. Pictures will be placed on socially distanced tables, so players, players will only need their team's rosters, templates and dice, and there will be no dice sharing, which is a COVID thing, isn't it, you know? We usually, usually at Blood Bowl tournaments, we encourage dice sharing. Yeah. This one will turn, there will be no dice sharing. You'll have your own hand sanitizer, you'll have your own mask, and you will be expected to wear them, guys. I'm not interested in medical excuses. Yeah. If you want to come to Thrud, yeah, and you want to play, you're going to have to wear a mask. But that's the way it is. When you're outside, you can take it off. But when you're in the hall, when you're playing, we will be expecting you to wear a mask. At the end of the day, this is for everybody's benefit. No, I think what you've done is very sensible and you're taking every precaution then to make sure that nothing can be brought down on the event as a negative. You you were fully you're fully in line now with... What this is probably going to be the first big event that's running the COVID era. We've got to get it right. We've got to get well, it yeah. right. Yeah? And like I say, I understand there are people out there with medical conditions and it's very well put them off. And for them, I can only apologise. But if you want to come to Thrud and you want to play and you want to be inside with everybody else, we'll be expected to wear a mask. Obviously, if you're having a drink, a mask. Yeah? On the whole, we will expect to see people playing uh, and wearing a mask. If you're eating and drinking, different matter. Speaking of eating, we'll be having a bur the burger challenge this year. That's just quite interesting. You pay £10 to enter. Anybody can enter. Pay £10 to enter. You have to eat 10 burgers in 10 minutes. If you eat them all in the 10 minutes, it, you'll get a free teacher. However, the burgers will be seasoned in a variety of ways. Oh, see, this is what I was going to ask about. Is it like so? You've got burger and bap, like you know, this is a full oh, yeah, yeah, burger. Yeah, yeah this, so this is a lot. Not, that's a lot not, of bread. Not just the pate. I believe it's a technical term, not just a pate. This is a burger as in two bits of bread with a bit of dead animal stuck between. Or there will be a vegetarian option available. I'm probably a vegan option if we know Liam's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. <laughs> the only thing I'm thinking of is that's just a lot of bread, man. That's that's gonna be that's gonna mess up somebody's drinking. That is, man. Isn't it? That's gonna be uh, that's gonna be like stored in the stomach by the end of it. Yeah, if it were easy, everybody'd be doing it. If it was that easy, I'd enter because I I don't I just because like I said, it's gonna be if I turn up, I don't want to make make an ass of myself on the first first time at an event with all the other podcasters and people in the community. I wait until twenty twenty two then. You know the great thing about Thrud is nobody laughs at you, we all laugh with you. That's the great thing oh, about no, I, I, I laugh at myself. I'm 5 foot 10 and 19 stone, yeah? And I am in no way the biggest guy that's going to be there. I am in no way. Some of these boys block out a lot of sunlight. 
some of these boys walk out. <laughs> of but that's all I'm going to say about that. One thing I will say, and I might have missed it down earlier, 13, 14, for 15th, I'm going to have that one of August this year. Totally dependent. Come down and take part. If, you, if you're in the area and just want to call in and see us, that's great as well. Just pop down. We're running a sevens event on the Friday night. So if you haven't played Blood Bowl sevens, and I know you guys are fans of Blood Bowl sevens, yeah, you can come down on the Friday afternoon, preach your tent, get some sevens in on the Friday evening. Yeah, We're also going to have several uh, trade stands booking in with us. One of which is my wife that makes lovely scented candles and bookmarks and it's wax melts and all this. The main state here, and this I think this is great, Thread has grown into one of the UK's major tournaments over the fact past few years and hopefully we'll continue to grow in its new home. We will continue to support the Roy Castle Lung Cancer Foundation and in addition mind the mental health charity going forward. We support the Roy Castle Lung Cancer Foundation before Frau Critchlow who owns the copyright to is the artist that actually uh, invented through them and wrote about him in the early days. The Roy Castle Lung Cancer Foundation never tests on animals and Carl Critchlow is very big on that. He doesn't he doesn't really want to support charities that test on animals. Cancer is a horrible disease it touches everybody's lives. It's, it's an absolute shit. So not sitting here on the outside looking in. Yeah, I know what, I know what you mean. But Thread itself has raised something like £40,000 over the year. Over the years. Yeah. Go on. The fact that you have the charity part and that's like a cornerstone of Threadball. Yeah. I think that's that's really good. And the fact that it was, you said 40000 over the years. Yeah, yeah, that's correct. And you've been going for a few years now, and that's that's really good. And that's not just showing how good you guys are, that's showing how good and accepting the community is. Oh, the support because... from the community has been fantastic. Every year we get thousands, literally, sorry, not maybe not thousands, hundreds of donations. Guys donate. If you've got anything, I've just, I've just parceled up a box. I've just been through my cupboard. I went through my cupboard last Saturday morning, and I got a box, literally a box of stuff out of there that I sent to Andy, and I said, look, is this any good? And he said, oh, this stuff can go into the auction, this stuff can go into the raft you know if you've got spare stuff if the stuff you're not using if there's if the, even if it's just a pair of dice i would rather plug a pair of dice for two pound fifty and it go to a charity than, and then it sit growing just in a cupboard or a drawer come on yeah no, that's good that's that's good that is but i i'll tell you what I, i'm gonna rally the troops and i'll get some stuff down to you for raffles and all that then so so going forward we've got we've got gamia the gamia minute coming out and that's going to mind good yeah. is going to mine and the Roy Castle Lung Cancer Foundation. And then what we're going to do is, when Squad Chaos runs anything, if we release a miniature, if we release dice, we did shirts last year, we're going to do shirts again. Uh, if we run a different, I can run I can run one-day tournaments quite happily. Anything we do that generates an income over and above what it costs to run, we'll be going into the pot. And then once a year, the Squad Chaos Initiative will run through. And then I believe, I think we agreed that shortly after, probably about September or October time, we'll publish how much money we made for charity in the previous 12 months and where it's all gone. So this is going to be transparent to everybody and people in the community can see where they've been spending the money and where it's going. Charities oh, getting awesome. yeah. Which charities getting more? Well, obviously, the first thing we do when we run through is we hold a little bit back so we can pay for through the next year if we've got it. Yeah. You know. But apart from that, nobody's getting paid for this. This is something else people need to remember when they turn up at tournament. Nobody's getting paid doing this because we want to do it, guys. We want to give you guys the best experience you can and we want to raise as much money as we can for charity. Yeah. So come on down. So Come and play. If you can't play, come and watch. If you can't watch, donate. If you can't donate, just tell your mates about it. Every little bit helps. Every little bit helps. I actually got involved in Thread because I once bought a raffle ticket. Bought a raffle ticket from Frank at the NAFC one year, and that entitled me to play a game. I played the game, I won it, and he said, there's free empty Thread. Look at this, 10 years later, or however long later, you know? That's what it was. I bought a raffle ticket from a quid. It's, that man has cost me thousands thinking about it. <laughs> 
But no, my liver, my liver, it's just, it's just kicking every August. My liver, because my liver, in, in September, my liver just tends to bugger off and hold for a couple of weeks and recuperate. But no, seriously, guys, anything you can do to support us, please, please, please do. And I don't want to sound like I'm begging, but to be fair, I think we all know I am. <laughs> but yeah, come down, get involved. You are making very good waves in the community, my friend. And everything you were saying about Thrudball sounds like it's going to be an exciting event as well. So I'm going to be speaking to the, the missus because uh, I think th- between Thrudball and Sin City is my wedding anniversary. So I've got to be extra nice to her. Oh, yeah. And uh, I, I'm going to build, I think I've got to build up some. Uh, husband points for this year. Thread used to be a place where you'd go, you'd get smashed on the fly, you get smashed on the side, you criticising that at all. In fact, I was probably one of the main driving factors in the heavy drinking of front. But now we're moving it onto a more family-friendly. We've revised the rule set, the rule set's much more friendly as well. Awesome. So what I'm going to say as well, then, if if you give, if you pass on the information about the uh, rule set as well, I can mention it in another episode as well, just as a reminder. Right, what we've done is we've got, um, you see, this is this is the great joy of the Squadcast initiative. We've got loads and loads of different coaches and loads and loads of different disciplines playing loads and loads of different teams. And you've got guys like me. I'm, if, if you ask me for my specialist subject, I'd probably say, I'll, I'll take goblins from the 2016 BB rules. So what we've done is we've wrote a rule set and we've, got, we've actually got a committee of four or five guys who went through kind of what we call break the rules. So what they're trying to do is, is show that if we run this rule set, we will get a proliferation of, say, undead because it's a fantastic rule set for undead, but maybe not so good for everybody else. However, if we run this rule set, we'll get loads and loads of elves, but very if you undead. So what they, they, their entire job and they've been at it for like two months is to go through the rules and build different rosters and look at different ways to see if they can break it or make it unplayable or you know one team gets a massive advantage for instance if you change the rule and said oh well regen works on a two plus which it did back in the day uh, you know, yeah, you, what you get in your next tournament is, is a proliferation of teams with region. You know, elves, elves wouldn't benefit from that at all, but undead, necromantic, uh, Camry, you'd get loads. So, this is what these yeah. guys are doing. They're, they're trying to break the rules. They're doing okay. Once we've done that, that will go live on the website. And then, what you'll be able to do is you'll be able to go on the website, you'll be able to click on the link. There's a form that you can fill it, download and fill in, which is how many people are coming. Are they playing a non playing? Do you have any dietary requirements? They will. I'm not sure if we'll have a roster builder on there. I'd like to think we would, but I'll have to speak to Mike about that because I don't want to jump too much work as well. But there will be a thing saying, you know, this is the race I want to play and if you want to play this, like you say, this is going to be tier 5 so you can have X or this is going to be tier 6 so you get X plus X. X squared or whatever. I'm leaving that out to people much cleverer than me. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> once, that, once that's all done, again, I'll be shout, I'll be, I'll be reaching out to all the podcasters and, and yourselves very, very early on in the process and saying, look, guys, you know, this is what we've come up with. This is what we, this is what we think is a good rule set. This is what we're going with. We will help any way we can because you. Well, I don't, I, I don't know how they feel, but Thor and Windrum and all that. I've spoken to them quite a few times now because we've been doing the podcast unite. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, and you know, it's just being. I think being podcast in a in a niche that is blood bowl is you you tend to you tend to talk anyway, don't you? So I've yeah, got, yeah. and I've talked I've talked to them, and they're really good guys. I like talking to them. It's they're great. So if anything I could do to help those boys, and I know Beard's exactly the same. Anything you can to help out uh, our brothers in arms. We are the nation's third favorite podcast because you were the nation's second favorite podcast. So that's a big, big oh yeah, it is yeah. nation's <laughs> second favorite. We're third, but they don't know it yet. See, so it's... <laughs> well, if you win that sticker thing, you'll be second, won't you? Oh, I think if we win that sticker thing, we were uh, one point five. I'm going to call ourselves. Ooh. 
Nation's nice. 1.5 favourite, yeah. I don't know. I'll find, I'll find a way of uh, sounding better than uh, Tier 3. <laughs> but no, Jay, it's, it's, it's fantastic. And, and, and like I said before, and I absolutely mean this, as people don't realise, you guys podcasting don't realise how much comfort and how much connection you bring to some people, I think. You know, I, I've said it about other podcasts before, but you guys do a lot for the community. And you get, what you'll get is people saying, oh, I listened to Tier 3 and this guy said such and such. And you know what? He's wrong. It's that been a four can start three. Don't be a dick. Don't be a dick, yeah? yeah? The guys are doing that. Nobody gets every rule. But I, I've got rules wrong before. You know, it's not cheating if you do it by accident. But what I'm saying is, is don't pick out the one mistake these guys have made in an hour and an hour and a half. Why don't you concentrate on the other 89 minutes where you've actually been sat listening to somebody thinking, oh, yeah, that's not bad. Or I didn't know about that team on Kickstarter. Or I weren't sure how that rule would. No, I know. Or I never considered that to be a good, good uh, option for a uh, for a roster. But now he said that, that actually makes sense. You know, it's like dirty player on a human catcher. Nobody expects that. But his movement eight, and he's got dodge. Yeah, and he can take dirty yeah. player as a normal skill. Nobody saw that one coming. What oh, a fantastic! Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and like I said, you guys keep me, you keep me occupied on my drive to work and back. Yeah, so you've already put your order in to say, was it 58 minutes long you needed? Yeah, it takes me 58 minutes to get to work. So if you can, if you can manage your 58 minute, that'll be fantastic. Or or any multiple of that, of course, because then I have to drive back. Well, if I can, if I can do it for like, say, two hours, you, you've got half going into work. Yeah. Half when you come back, then, isn't it? Like you're thinking, like you're thinking. See, there you go. I got you covered. I got you covered for the full day then, haven't I? Yeah, no, and I gotta be honest, Glow, it's been a pleasure talking with you because, uh, as as I am told, you are the like the one of the nicest guys in the Blood Bowl. It knows everyone. There are a lot of very nice guys in Blood Bowl. I'd like to think I am, but there are a lot of very nice guys in Blood Bowl. But I'll take it. I'll take it. I, I'm very, very proud to be your second guest, by the way. I'm very proud that the oh, no, should came the second guest. Uh, I believe it was a guy from Two Drunk Flings last week. Last Yeah, I mean, they are amazing. I mean, I, I, would, I personally think it's harsh to refer to them as the Nickelback of Blood Bowl podcast, but that's just me, mate. I, I don't know where that came from. And that's it, guys. It's the end of the show. I hope you all enjoyed. I hope it wasn't too rambly. But yeah, it's been fun again. We've had a nice chat with uh, Glowworm from Squad Chaos. And I think we've shown how badly that, uh, well, I know I have, Bied has uh, shown that he actually knows how to play the game. I've shown I don't know how to play the game. So just to see us off this month, we're going to have our ad hoc hobby chat. So since Christmas, Bied, have you done any hobby? I've done a bit. Put together the corn team that I've, that I've bought. I've put together the referees. I've tied my hobby shells. I've bought some, I've bought these. 30k rule books for uh mechanicum and 30k guard other than that not a right lot so i will be jumping on this backlog be gone and i've spent weeks deliberating what i'm actually gonna do and you know being a host of a blood bowl podcast it would make sense to prioritize blood bowl projects so yeah, that's what i'll be you, doing before you go down that road i'm gonna after chat about what Backlog Be Gone actually is, because we've managed to rope a few people into a year-long commitment under the under the banner of this challenge. So, other than organising, 
you've well you, you've taken it sleazy i know it's uh just, it's just nice and relaxed and uh enjoyed christmas then pretty much um my workplace after christmas we um we're getting ready for end of tax year so we get quite busy so i because with working from home and my hobby space and my workspace being one and the same um i when i finish work while working from home i don't really sit and hobby much i just like to wind down and just sit and mooch in front of the tv but sort of the last few days since having my corn team and trying to get them undercoated and that not working so well i'm actually going to make a start on some of this stuff because last year i said i'd do the same and in the january i got something like 50 odd models painted in the january something like 30 odd in the february and then pretty much fuck all for most of the rest of the year so i'm aiming not to do that i don't want to burn myself out in the january so i'm i'm setting myself small chunks yeah but the problem was you were painting power armor when you actually were playing that dirty game of uh 30k when i was i was that was that was me painting up like tactical support squads and painting up um terminate squads that i bought and not likely to use and yeah so and as well as my 40k chaos army which quoted black and white wasn't my best idea of trying to paint because it's not quick to paint at all looks nice but it's a ball ache to paint but no i've i've got different themes i've got different colors i've got different races i've got i've even got different games so like i've got so many different palette cleansers that i could do couple from one thing bounce to do something else because i'm getting bored of painting that color or that style bounce to something else so i can keep the hype up a bit what about you what have you managed to get in since christmas hey right, well i've kind of realized that i'm i've set this challenge but my commitment to painting is kind of shit so i thought i'm gonna have a little bit of a clear out and see what i've got going on the i got that on the hobby desk that i want to do so rather than saying i got to chase this this and this new year fresh start so since we well when we spoke last i had just put together the black oak team on it yep and with that i done a variation on the troll where instead of the goblin looking like he is from a different team i've put the black oak goblin head on on the guy so he looks like he should be part of the team because i don't know why i don't know if anybody else would have thought of it but to me it just looked like didn't belong on the team it was a goblin team's troll with a goblin team member in his hand so i had to change that it's petty i know i can admit that so I, i've amended that i've done my test model which i think i have flooded the group page with so proud of myself because i painted a single goblin when people can paint about 16 of them at a time i've i've changed my workstation a bit because like you my workstation and my hobby station are the same so i've had it by some more storage areas so i've got a, i've got a chest of drawers now that i've got to keep my stuff in i can keep my hobby stuff away and i still got access to everything but it's easy access too so i've had it nice and easy i've even this last weekend i've managed to paint another six black oaks for like base coats not finished so my scheme is is going to be red black and it's going to be green flesh standard goblin and a standard oak colors so my idea to make it quicker was for the skin warboss green then once i've blocked in all the other colors and i know I've, i'm going to go back over the green you know because i've tidied it back up i was going to use the contrast paste paint oak flesh mm -hmm. and that i found really sat in the recesses really well it gave it, it a lot of definition just by having a light green underneath and then it was the recesses were nice and dark so it gives a little bit of definition then just added warboss green over the top and i thought do you know what just by doing that color twice with contrast 
contrast in the middle. It's given it a good tabletop standard. So then it was just Eshin Grey on the boots, and I done oh, I can't remember the other the other grey I used on top of that. But I used two greys then to highlight the black boots and to highlight the black clothing. I used Mournfang Brown and Snake White, the old Snake White leather. Because I, I haven't bought a new pot of Snake White leather for years because it's even changed its name now. But it's always going to be Snake White leather to me. So standard leather straps. And then I mixed Lead Belcher and Corn Red for the metal plates to try and give the red a little bit more of a sheen to it. To me, it didn't really take, but hopefully it'll look better on the bigger black oaks. And just normal Corn Red then on the cloth. So like gloves, gloves on the goblins, and then it would be like metal plates on the black oaks. So I thought I'd give it a little bit of variety that way. That is the scheme I'm going for. And then it was the... Mud, muddy base with a bit of null oil and then I use Corax white then to draw the pitch markings and then the tufts you can get the GW tufts so yep. I've glued the, I glued them on as well so I think it gives it you know a good standard as a tabletop ready model like you know you, you, if you're standing away from the table it looks okay painted like so you know that's all you can ask for really and you, you do it as long as people don't walk past and go that shit I'm happy if you, stood, if you stood five feet away and you can see it and it looks yeah. alright it's passed the test yeah, exactly. Never, never mind under forty-seven high strobe lights that you have at your desk and painting from you know within a foot of your face. As long as it looks all right from four feet away with one light bulb that keeps flickering every few seconds. I know I'm never gonna win a painting competition. I'm, I'm not that skilled, right? But as long as like it can go on the table and it looks good, and then people are like, no, no, that's not a bad looking team. As long as it's not that shit, I'm happy. Yeah. So. I think I've come up with a nice clear theme for my black oaks. Like I, I'm probably going to use a bit more black on the black on the actual plot cloth on the black oaks rather than the goblins because it's a bigger model. But we'll see how that goes. I might change my mind. I got six six more models after my test model done with the the skin, and then I'm just using the black then to patch out all the cloth. Hopefully, when this goes out, then I'll be able to go back to it then and do all the the base metals and the base reds and then carry on with that so then by the end of feb i'm hoping to get another six models done on our team that's the plan whether it works is another matter well i've uh, I've, I've finally settled on what my backlog begone pledge will be i know we can't earn the patches as hosts since we're the ones giving them out but exactly. i can still pledge and i can still give you guys updates on on how i'm getting on with stuff yeah well that's the thing see it's um i would i'm talking about this now and i'm going to say what my pledge is because i feel like it would be a bit hypocritical if i'm saying yeah come on people join you know work hard for this year and i didn't do jack shit so i made a pledge and you know i'm i'm going to work hard to try and fulfill that pledge because there's other people that have stepped up and said that they are going to fulfill their pledges as well but i think we're getting ahead of, ahead of ourselves beard because we haven't actually spoken about what backlog be gone is we haven't yeah so what backlog be gone is what we're doing is we're going to step away from buying models for a couple of months well at least that's what i'm hoping to do and kind of concentrate on tidying up the backlog getting actual projects done and we've enlisted a few people online and they're going to do it with us so the idea was we were going to pledge six different teams or units or terrain something like that or it could be like a hq model something that like a hq model you would put the effort in like you were doing a team or no it's a little bit you extra would. so we we would we allowed uh, like hqs and 
you would run from November until December. And what we would do then is every month on our Facebook, we will talk how much of it have we done. Have we, have we at least marked off one or two on the projects and then, you know, take it from there. But I think what we're going to do on this uh, podcast is I think every other month we're going to bring up our hobby and we will let you know over the airwaves what uh, we've done. So as we are the forerunners for this challenge, Beard, what have you settled on for your backlog be gone? So I've settled on uh, and in no particular order because I am probably going to bounce around between these so that I'm not getting stuck in each project. My Grebo Cone team, my GW Dwarf team, my GW Undead team, GW Lizardmen team, GW Snotlin team, and I'm going to paint up a 40k Heldrick as well. The Heldrick is one of those just all the tiny little panels because I'm painting them black and white and it's like, yeah. <laughs> I, I, can't sit and just paint all that much white in those tiny little panels without a oh, break right. so I'm, I'm using like each thing as a bit of a palette cleanser so i might do three or four from my cone team i might go move and do some of my undead team i might do a bit on the heldrake i might come back and do some more of my lizard men i might finish a couple of snot and then come back and finish my cone team so it's more a case of i have a date where i want it all finished by rather than going i'm doing this team till it's finished that team till it's finished yeah you you treat yourself like, oh i've just done this one wing of the Heldrick. i'm going to go off and do the shambling and dead team absolutely yeah yeah because i painted two Heldricks on the on the trot i did when i was playing wood bearers and i killed me i wanted to do all that red and then you do it then you've got to make sure that you've uh, done the recesses so it actually looks like it's got a bit of depth and do all the silver you know in between it it was uh, it was killer so i don't yeah. envy you and i can understand your approach so i gonna keep on at you now is i'm gonna write down what you've said and we're gonna double check how far we each of us get my pledge my six is going to be the black orcs the necromantic horror team the bloodthirster that i have built two and a half years ago i think it was my corn warband for warcry my dark apostle and my disco lord so a real mix then yeah yes um i've been i've been well I've been attempting an Age of Sigma corn team for the better part of, I think, four years, and I've never finished it. I've, well, you know how much I love playing Warcry. It's almost as much as I love playing uh, Blood Bowl. Almost as much as you love losing at Blood Bowl. I've corrected that for you. Yeah. I, oh, yeah, I don't play. I don't play. You're right. I don't play. I just get my ass handed to me. <laughs> <laughs> it's just how many players do I lose when I that my ass is handed to me in a <laughs> Okay, as long as I can feel the chef I win. But as long uh, as I still win your rerolls, the game is mine. Exactly. Fuck you all. Like I said, it's I got couple of i got a couple of blood bowl i got a bit of 40k because i do like these models i'm not saying that i am going down the 40k route i do like these models and i got my war band i want to finish because i do i do love me some corn gw if you're listening i, I will accept a corn blood bowl team and i will have it free when you're ready i love it that much and i think just that bit of variety, like you said, is you can you can pick, like I say, the Heldrick, and then you satellite all the other projects around there so you don't get bored. I think yep. that's how I'm going to be treating some of these models as well, because like the Disco Lord, he's a bit he's a bit of a bitch, and he's and especially that monster ride, he's got to ride, and then you've got to try and make sure it all lines up. There's a lot of nook and crannies on it, so it's not going to be fun. The Bloodthirst is a massive model, so if you make anything wrong on that, it's going to be a bitch and i know if i can't concentrate that long i'm gonna have to walk away and just do something else so that's what i'm hoping with that well i'm gonna be honest i'm looking through the list 
I made or other people on what the uh, pledges were. A lot of people have said that they, they're going to do Black Orcs. So I think Black Orcs have taken people by storm this year. You know, since they released, everyone wants to get involved on that. What was it? Uh, Sheldon Chainsaw, our unofficial uh, podcast painter. He's looking to do a full Lizardman team. So that's Lizardman with a Croxago. He's got a 10-man Reaver unit. He wants to do a Necromundagan. He wants to do his Imperial Nobility team. He's got an Elder tank i think uh wave serpent or something like that and he's got a 10-man unit of harlequins griff who's going to be our returning third man on the year podcast so he is pledged to do snotlins ogres wood elves black oaks and he's doing a brand new goblin team so he's going to have two goblin teams on the go and the, the most ambitious one i got on my list owen crossweller who is a friend of the show he's when I told him, just give us six that you want to do, he said, I'll do you one better. I'll give you 21. And if I do six out of these 21, I'm going to class that as a win. This is his pledge. Get ready. So he's got a Grebo Lizardman team, Grebo Slam team, and a Grebo Savage Orc team. He's got a Punga Vampires team, a Punga Necro team, and a Punga Kemri team. So the Black Orc team, he's got the Nobility team to do. Goblin, Snotlin, Halflings, with two Tree Men. Chaos Dwarf team, 10-man Infiltrators team. Gilliman, the Paper Pusher of 40k. Chaplin on a bike, something called a Firestorm Turret, an Invader ATV, two Necromunda Gangs, Mega Knobs, squad and the one that blew me away he wants to paint a full box of the indominus box set is he planning on sleeping or working at any point during any of that that year or is he just purely gonna sit there painting oh and if you get all that never mind six if you manage all that in a year that is some that's that's some serious like i look at my stuff and i've got what have i got to paint on i've got two horus bookends to do in resin i've got disco lord i've got a great uh, i can't even go through all my stuff i've got shelf after shelf of stuff so you know I know how Owen feels, but if he's if he, I, th- I think he's going for the scattergun approach there, and just hoping he finishes six, rather than like these are the ones that I'm specifically going to aim at. Yeah. But if you do him, Owen, you know, fair play to you. Yep. Tom Carter, who was interviewed last episode, who is moment of recording has appeared more times on tier three than he has on his actual podcast. Not casting aspersions, but they Tom, not at all. So he's looking to paint halflings. Griffin Carter as one pledge, a couple of minotaurs, tree men, snotting team, and trolls. So he's that seems to be a bit more realistic, considering he's uh, uh, Liam's uh, Twitch bitch as well. So he's got a lot to do there. Shots fired. Gareth from Squad Chaos has also joined in, and he's got dwarf team, chaos chosen team, a lizard man team, halflings, orcs. He's decided he's going to do a holy grail nobility team, which. I really want to see this painted. I hope that he paints that up first. Uh, Snotlins, humans, and black orcs. So that's only just a snippet of what people have uh, said that they're going to do. Yeah, I, I can't wait to come back in uh, two months' time. To, what's that? That's going to be April. And see how much of this we get done. Because I can promise you that everyone else on this list is going to get more done than I am. I'd be lucky to... Well, I'd be lucky to get the black orcs done. I'd be, in, by April, I'd be lucky to get the black orcs done and say finish building the blood thirster that would be my next thing 
And then once I get the bloodthirster done, I'll probably go necromantic horror. Go up and down the list like that. That's fair. I'm I'm gonna bounce around, but if I can get one full team finished by April, I'll be happy with that because I'll be let's say it'll be two or three models of this, two or three models of that, finish this, finish that. So I'll be bouncing around. So for me, if I can get one team ticked off by April, I'll be happy with that. So we will come back April to talk hobby. And if you want to be up to date every month, join us on Facebook. What else is it? We are on Twitter we're on instagram we've got an email address that's underneath we've forgotten a couple of times but we've still got an affiliate link with firestorm games so if you were looking to order online and you want to look through the catalog of of wales's number one gaming venue they've got a massive array of uh, stuff going on there also town tier three center that could be part of it because we want to try and uh, be uh, on really good terms with them because we want to sort out a event in 2022 so we want to be in the good books yeah it's going to be fun we've got a, we've got a lot lined up i think there's i think that you've missed that this entire episode jay you've missed a tier three podcast tradition that's now been taken to the next level the tier three podcast has officially been followed by florida man the florida man podcast yes we are marked men they're keeping an eye on us no, i know it, it's the, that's a bit shocking i gotta be honest but it was uh looking on twitch and there's like you were being followed by Florida man, shit. They've heard me. They've heard me take the piss out of them way too many times. They're coming for me now. So if you find a post, guys, that I've been found dead with a gator stuck up my rectum, and I'm smoking a uh, and I'm smoking a sausage, it's the Florida man. It's no one else. It wouldn't be FBI. It's Florida man. Yeah. So, Beard, we have rambled on for a whole show. We've told them all about Backlog Be Gone. We've said about how poorly we're doing with our hobby. And, guys, we invite you to get involved. Like we said, we are on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Below, we have our email as well. So, if you want to get in touch with us that way. If you want to share your hobby progress, if you want to share Florida Man stories so we can get hunted down a bit more, so they can like really find out where we are, just get involved. And I just want to say thank you to Dankai Miniatures for giving us the early scoop on the uh, project. And I want to say thank you to Glowworm again for being part of uh, the interview. And I will say he is probably the nicest man in Blood Bowl. And that's a very hard thing to uh, have a title for. But he is. He's, he knows everybody. And he is like the sweetest man you'll ever meet. So I owe him a drink. So I want to be going to Thread Bowl so I can buy this man a drink. I think that's it, Beard. So I'm going to say goodbye now. And it's a goodbye from me. And it's a goodbye from Beard. It's a goodbye from Beard. So remember, guys. I'm going to say, I'm, no, I've got to say this. I know Beard fucking hates it. Tier 1 is for winners. Tier 2 is for players. But legends are made in Tier 3. Good night, guys. Yeah, see, being I finally told him you're a bitch. <laughs>